Welcome back, Hop Nation. It is episode 143. I am excited to be here. I am Adam. I am one of your hosts, Steve, one of our other hosts. He's busy working on the knobs. I was yelling into the mic to start things off, so he had to turn me down. A little bit of peeking. It was. A little bit. But uh, now that you got me back in range, Steve, how you doing? I'm good. Nobody will notice. Can I just say that I actually got a compliment on our sound quality of our podcast? That's what we should. Uh, and that was exactly what I said was, uh, you can uh, talk to the sound engineer on that one. Who said that shit? I'll tell Give you. me their name. <laughs> and their address and their social yeah. security number. <laughs> I'm going to send them a gift basket. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to send them a sticker. <laughs> talking that mess <laughs> that's right uh, but yes so I, I figured i'd pass those compliments along to you thank on you. on air thank you because it is deserved and thanks to the person who said that shit. yes and i'll tell you after the show all right whatever anonymous people <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're here talking beers yeah and uh the third person that we have here it's not just steve and i we're not just barking into the breeze here we have a special guest back with us you may have uh remembered him from our our holiday episodes uh, Ryan from Fueled by Hops, welcome back. It's great to be back. Episode number two for me. I'm That's right. Super excited. Well, it's like two and three quarters. Oh, yeah. Wait, Depends wait. on how you want to count it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holiday was kind of all kind of ran together. Yeah. It's yeah. Fine. So maybe this is like episode four, whatever. Yeah. Yes. But it is, the retur- it is the return of Chancellor Ryan from the Empire of Fueled by Hops. Yes. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I guess we could say five because we were on your episode or your oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So really, this is old hat for us by now. Yeah, this is yeah. fun. I just walk right <laughs> in now. <laughs> Come on in, sit in the chair, crack open a beer. It's yeah. fine. Make some dinner. You know where the studio is. <laughs> yeah. Quote unquote studio. So yes, yeah, welcome back. Uh, we're happy to have you here. Thank you. Uh, and we have a bit of a uh, an interesting topic here on this episode, and it is. Mystery beers. Yes, but different from the mystery beers we do in the past, which is us reaching into the beer fridge and just pulling a beer out. Right. We're not just rooting around and hoping for the best. Yes. We're going to attempt a blind tasting because if you've heard in episodes past, we were talking about the Massachusetts Brew Brothers. I don't know. (laughs) We'll fix it in post. Fix that in post or something. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, But yeah, Massachusetts is having its own blind beer tasting beer fest Mm -hmm. in March 6th, I believe. And we were kind of nudging Ryan to get an idea of, like, maybe do your own (laughs) blind beer tasting because Ryan is putting on his own beer fest. It's not a blind beer tasting fest, but it is a beer fest. Yes. So, you know, this is the prototype, I guess, of doing our own. Yeah, of doing our own blind beer tasting here in Pennsylvania. We're, no, we're at the Hop Nation USA Studios. Is what you call this? <laughs> compound. Yeah. Compound. It's the compound. Okay, the compound. It's the compound. <laughs> the moose out front should have told you. It's kind of like Voodoo. How like Voodoo has like the compound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Voodoo has a compound. But it's and they nothing have, like Voodoo. They have a shipping <laughs> container. <laughs> they have shipping containers. They have the compound. They have something in New Kensington hanging around. <laughs> they got they got stuff everywhere. Yeah. We just have one compound here at Hop Nation. They have another one opening up too. Um, news. Oh. Uh, Johnstown. Yeah, oh. yep. yeah, that's right. We just announced that. Nice. Yeah, good for Johnstown. They <laughs> yeah. need they need something nice. Give, give them something nice. Oh yeah. Well, ever since the uh, guys from Couch moved out, so 
because they they used to work at the TV station in Johnstown. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's I wasn't right. you on that, that episode. episode. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> I was like looking for help on that. I was like, what? Nobody remembers this? <laughs> no. Like, oh yeah, that's right. You weren't on that episode. All right. That was like episode three of my podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I have to dig back to the archives. Uh, so uh, I, I guess we uh, need to get into our alpha testing. It's not even beta testing. Yes. Because uh, we haven't done this before. Right. So let's get into the alpha testing. Uh, so, Ryan, we'll we'll send it your way. Uh, we'll let you start emceeing what we're going to do with our, our blind taste testing. So, Okay. So first of all, we're going to do this a little bit different. I like okay. different. So just doing a blind tasting that's boring. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pour for you guys. I only have three of these mystery beers. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to pour the beer out. You're not going to see what it is, but I'm going to pour it into your glass. You're going to taste it, and I'm going to ask you a series of questions. And we're going to keep score, okay? Oh, okay. I don't know what the winner's going to win other than bragging rights. That's all I need. we'll come up with something very cool. But I'm going to ask you a series of questions that you're going to answer related to the beer. Some of these questions come from reviews that I read online. Some of them are funny things that I read online. Some of them are... <laughs> Off the wall things that I read online, but I went to my trusted review uh, professionals, also known as Untapped. Yeah, we were very familiar with that <laughs> resource. <laughs> Been there ourselves, and I pulled some really interesting stuff on these beers. So that's what we're gonna do. I'm okay. gonna pour some beers out, ask you guys some questions. And All right, the winner's gonna win uh, probably nothing. All right, right on. And of course, if you hang around for the entire episode, we'll reveal what beers we are drinking. Eventually, yes, <laughs> we can review. We can reveal them after. So I guess, like after the we start asking the questions, you're gonna figure out what the beer is. So okay, all right, all right. Yeah. Are we allowed to ask questions back to you? Sure, yes. I'm not gonna be able to answer them. But okay. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Ryan has poured us up the first mystery beer, and we don't know what it is, but we can still remark on what we see and smell. I'm gonna give you guys one hint. Okay, okay. And the hint is that all of the mystery beers that I'm pouring for you are from breweries that are coming to Field Fest 412. Oh. Nice. <laughs> so that should narrow things down. <laughs> it does. Oh. Uh, what we can say about this one, though, is it, it looks like uh, melted Concord grape. Yeah, it really does. Jelly. Like, <laughs> it just looks like jelly. You pour it into this glass. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't smell too far off from that either. No, it does not. It's uh, uh, sour it's- and fruity. Kind of a kind of a fermented jelly. Yeah, if you're gonna get into it. Yeah, it's sour and fruity. It's mm-hmm. there. Um, it smells good. I like it. Has a beautiful color to it. It does. Nice uh, maroon, almost like yeah, a purplish maroon. maroon. It's purple. Yeah, a little bit more on a purple side, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. yeah maroon's right more of a darker red. Maroon's like kind of what the color of your shirt is. And for all those listening, know exactly what you're talking about. I know that. Oh, I, I'm just saying, it's you. <laughs> I'm helping you with your color wheel. Oh, okay. You're the one that's bad with the colors. <laughs> so that's not, too, on it. it's not too sour for me, mm. even though it does smell very sour. I agree. The, but it's not the nose was a bit more sour than what the taste was. I like that. I'm thinking, and I'm guessing it's supposed to be... Some sort of pie, like a like a maybe a raspberry oh. pie. Let's start the first question. Okay. Okay. Give us your first question because we're going in that direction. So, question number one regarding this beer: Which staple food was this beer conditioned on? Was it a peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? Mm. Was it B raspberry cheesecake? Was it C jelly donuts? Or D, none of the above. 
See, the problem with that is I could see all four of those answers being justifiable. Mm-hmm. You said aged on, right? A conditioned on. Conditioned, yeah, conditioned on. on. Okay. Yeah, same. 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 <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say it wasn't peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and it wasn't cheesecake. Just because cheesecake, that's a real, you can't put cheesy shit into fucking. <laughs> Although maybe you can and we just maybe don't know. Maybe you can, but in general, I don't <laughs> think you should. I'm going to go with none of the above. Okay. So you're going with D? I'm locking in on D. I'm going to agree with that. So you're both saying D? Yeah, D. So I have to tell you that you both are wrong. Oh, great. Okay. This beer was conditioned on jelly donuts. Ooh, that w- that okay. would have been my next guess. Mm-hmm. So, mm. all right, then. We'll reveal what this one is after we get through the untapped score question. Okay. Okay. Question number two. Since this beer was conditioned on jelly donuts, how many dozen donuts were used in the production of this beer? Was it eight, four, one, or ten? I guess my first question, and I and I know you're not going to know the answer to this, is how big was the batch? That would be a really good uh, thing to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say it's a smaller brewery. Okay. So it's, oh, a smaller brewery. Yes. And it's probably like one or two barrels. I was going to say five barrel if it was a bigger. Mm. Well, you're in the ballpark. You're in that ballpark. You're in that ballpark. Less than five. A little bit or, bigger than abjuration. I think they're a two barrel now. Yeah, okay. abjuration's two, so. I'm going to say it was, you said four was one of the eight, four, one, and ten. Yeah, I'm going to give four dozen. And I'll double up on that and say eight. So I can tell you, Adam, you are incorrect. Damn it. Uh, the correct answer is four dozen of donuts were used, yeah. of jelly donuts were used in the production. Of I am beer. not good at this. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so the first beer of the night, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to get locked in. Yeah, you got to get you locked got two in. questions down, you know. Question number three. Okay. Take a guess on the untapped score of this beer. Was it? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me a range. Was it 3.5? Was it 4.02, 4.22, or 4.62? I I have an immediate question. Sure. You got a lot of questions. You know that? (laughs) Yeah, and it's not helping me at all. (laughs) No. Uh, How many many scores or how many check-ins were there um, for this particular beer? I can tell you in a second. Okay. So there are 152 check-ins for this beer. Okay. I'm going to go with 4.22. Okay. That's my, that's my score. I'm going to go 4.02. Adam, you are correct? Yes. Nerds. The this questions. one is a 4.22, and now we will do the wonderful review. Or reveal. Reveal, right? Reveal. <laughs> oh, okay. This beer is the Hightower Through My Lens Jelly Donut. For you guys unfamiliar with Hightower, Through My Lens is their Sour Series, and this is their Jelly Donut. It was just recently released, hmm. I believe, about a week ago. Right on. I, th- I believe I saw something. I mean, obviously, I probably saw it on the Field by Ops <laughs> Facebook page, but yeah, it's pretty good. Hightower is killing it with the Sour Game, so everybody talks about um, you know 450 North and Imprint and all those guys. Mm-hmm. But I think two of the best sour games in the country right now, North Country and okay. Hightower. Uh, well, yeah, we can agree on North Country because mm-hmm. we, we were talking about them last episode about how much like we enjoyed mm-hmm. the sours out of them. And I, I will say the Jelly Donut is probably the one that I've from Hightower, and I really enjoyed it. But it's also probably the one that I've enjoyed the least. Okay, the that's saying something. Lenses. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, because my, my glass is already empty. Yeah. I already powered through it. <laughs> that was a really good beer. There might still be some in here, so... You may power through that. I'll say I am pleasantly surprised. How so? 
Because I enjoyed it. Because <laughs> it's a sour. It's a sour and I enjoyed it, yeah. <laughs> you want a jelly donut now? Nah, I'm good on that. I've had enough of those in my life. <laughs> that means you're good at it. Yeah. yeah. You can have one more. Why yeah. not? Okay. So let's stop with the serious stuff. And okay. let's get to all the wonderful untapped reviews because you know there's lots of golden material oh, yeah. buried down there. Um, unfortunately, Hightower is a little bit smaller, so they don't have as many check-ins and reviews and stuff. So I didn't have a whole lot to work with here, but I did find some gems. Looking through the reviews of this beer, which cartoon character is referenced in an untapped review? Is it A, Wilmer Fudd? Is it B, Homer Simpson? C, Peter Griffin? Or would it be D, Wiley E. Coyote? I mean, it's got to be Homer. It's got to be Homer Simpson. Yeah, that was a softball. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was the mm, jelly donut. Ah, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I thought that was very delicious. Marge, you're talking about me on Untapped. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even close. Nope. <laughs> Not even in the same ballpark. I can't, no. I, it's the one I can't figure it out. Who else can you do from The Simpsons? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> I, there, I, honestly, I can do one impression from The Simpsons. Who's that? And it's Barney in distress. You could do Santa's little helper. Oh, yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can get you Maggie. Oh. <laughs> can you believe that show's still on? Yeah. <laughs> and it's still pumping out new episodes. That's incredible. When's the last time anybody watched that? Uh, I did, but that was because it was reruns of the good seasons. No, no, but a, like, when's the last time anybody watched a new? Oh, hell, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Like, I've, I've seen older. Yeah. What, what is it? In four years, it can run for president? Yeah. <laughs> it won't. It'll, it will be over. But anyway, moving on. Yes. <laughs> that's all the questions I have. Okay. All right. About this beer. All right. Well, you brought up the fact that uh, you're getting a lot of goodness off of Untapped. And so I think it's time we move to news, notes, and neat. Yes. Obviously, the big news of the week is that Next Glass, the owners of Untapped, has now bought Beer Advocate. And that affects nobody. It affects nobody, really. The only thing I could see possibly coming out of this and possibly good for it is since Beer Advocate has stopped publishing physical copies of their magazine, mm-hmm. and that was a way for them to bring in revenue, it's very possible that Next Glass which started as an app, and Untapped, which is also an app, may finally launch a Beer Advocate app. Right. And it'll deliver news and the articles that you got, you get on the main page, but, you know, it'll get, it'll be more optimized for your mobile. I don't know. If, I don't, I've never been on Beer Advocate on my mobile. Nor have I. So I don't know if it works well or not. And, and I think that was part of the downfall of it, is that it wasn't mobile friendly. It might be. But I, I, I think with this partnership or merger, really, it might work out better. Mm-hmm. And then they can also deliver things like uh, festival access quicker. So, like, it'll let you know, like, hey, here's the festival coming up. And you can get tickets, and tickets are cheaper if you have our app. And it might, uh, I don't know, it, it might make interaction better or worse on the forums. I don't know. I'll be honest, I I couldn't get into the forums there. Yeah. I tried a couple times. Eh. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's, forums it's, are a thing of the past. I'll be honest. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, it's it's Facebook groups now. Pretty much. The last time I used Beer Advocate was before the iPhone came out, I believe. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. I've used it for little things here and there and research for the show. Mm -hmm. Other than that, right? But just for for your personal use, not really. When was the last time you went there? Not much. And (laughs) and for me, on the other side, Untapped. I know there's there's opinions both ways, but for me, 
pretty much the only reason I use Untapped is just to track what I what I have drank. Mm-hmm. So if I see it again, that I like it, all right, I'll get it again. Yeah. If I can float one idea for next glass, yes, buy out the Brewtoad archives. Yes. <laughs> Bring back Brewtoad in some yeah. way. Also, buy us out. Our price is three quarters of a million dollars. In it's more than that. You're right. I am poor as a motherfucker. How about how about seven fifty each? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's post tax. Bye bye show. (laughs) You do with it what you want. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Kick it into the dumpster and set it on fire. (laughs) Bye bye. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one news of the week that we'll get into, and uh, we want to turn it back to Ryan and his Fueled Fest four one two coming up. Yes, coming up March 14th. Just a couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah, so right. it's like upon two us. weeks out. Yeah, right? That is insane. It's come so quick. Mm-hmm. So as you mentioned, every beer that we're having tonight is going to be from somebody that is showcasing beer. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Hightower is going to be there. Uh, can you give a little bit of insight into who else is going to be there and who else people should be looking out for, what, uh, you know, get excited for? Yeah, so we are um, we're aiming at 20 breweries right now. We've actually um, included another brewery recently in there that's not on the advertisement. But at the present time, uh, we're focusing more on, I think, smaller breweries as opposed to like other festivals that kind of bring in the big wells. Mm-hmm. I think we're focusing on the smaller ones that are doing like really, really awesome stuff. Um, so Hightower, which I love, I love everything they're doing there, is going to be there. Four Points is going to be there. Um, right on. Love Four Points, everything they're doing. We have some breweries coming up from the Richmond area. So Strange Ways, who I'm super excited to bring up. Um, they're coming up from Richmond, which is going to be awesome. I feel like we had them on the show. I believe we? we have, yes. Yeah. Sounds yeah, very familiar. Have. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure Katie brought yeah. <laughs> Richmond beer up here. So that yeah. kind of sounds like the thing that we'd be into. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're the ones with like the gorilla. I think it's a gorilla or like a monkey or something. Is there their logo? Mm. No, that doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> but anyway, super cool guys. They are. Um, we met them because we lied to them and told them we had a podcast, and we interviewed them for our podcast that didn't exist. Oh, and um, they didn't notice, right? <laughs> until <laughs> until later, and um, they were super cool about it. So then we said, "Hey, we're going to do a beer festival," and I think they were probably like, "Wait." Is it really going to be a beer festival? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a trick again? <laughs> but no, we like we made it all legit and showed them like our insurance and stuff, you know. So it was all good. Nice. Um, so they're coming up. Uh, Strange ways. Uh, big fan of them. The one I'm most excited to bring up here is a brewery called Odd Breed. Okay. And they're out of Pompano Beach, Florida. Oh, well, I've heard of that. That's a trip. Yeah, does everything in wine barrels. Oh, oh. so all right. uh, his average beer takes seven to eight months to create. Mm which is amazing. Um, some of the best beers I've ever had in my life down, I've had down there. Um, super small little brewery. You walk in, you sit down at a, you know, there's like two tables in the whole place. There's like 10 stools and you're surrounded by wine barrels. Like it's incredible. That's awesome. Uh, beer is amazing. Like I said, so I'm super excited to bring him up here. Um, and then we have all your like, you know, good local ones. I mean, we, we got Mystic Mountain coming from Akron. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some breweries and planning coming up. Uh, Bear and Squirrel, which is focusing on non-alcoholic beers, is going to be there. Who else do we have? Masthead coming out of Cleveland. We've definitely had them on the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And I've had we, them off the show, too. We've had them off the show, too, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. We, we like Masthead. Abjuration, those guys are going to be here. Have um, we had Abjuration on the show? Hmm. <laughs> we'll have to dig into the archives on that one. <laughs> 
So lots of cool cool breweries coming, lots of great beers coming. I'm starting to get the the beer list in now. Uh, we're like two weeks out, so we're like trying to put that together and get it published out there for everybody. But we have some. I think people are going to be really really surprised when they show up to the festival and see some of the beers that are coming. Missing Mountain sent me their tap list uh, about two days ago. Yeah. And I said, you realize that I'm not Juicy Brews. <laughs> this is my first festival. I'm not 35 into it because they were sending me stuff and I'm just going to put it out there. There was like barrel-aged beers on there. There's a barrel-aged beer that has never been released. Um, and then there's an IPA on there also that has never been released. So super excited about that. Masthead is sending some special stuff. Abjuration has a special collab coming with Union Brothers. Sobel's bringing some good stuff, so we're we're just really really super excited for everything that's coming. Right on, I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I, we talked a, a bit more about this off mic and just what's what is coming mm-hmm. and what is expected to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm psyched. The Abjuration collab is, I think, that's the first table I'm going to. Yeah, I think <laughs> Abjuration is gonna Abjuration and Missing Mountain. I think are probably the two I think everybody's going to get most excited about. But I don't know, though, because I haven't gotten all the tap lists in, so I don't know exactly actually, what's going to be there. I'm actually kind of excited about this odd breed. Just yes. I never heard of it. And right. It, it, it sounds completely different from everything else. It's so. I, I, I'm also just excited because you get you are bringing in a bunch of breweries that I honestly haven't had. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've only had a little bit from Hightower, this one that you brought today. Yep. And then the last time you were on, you brought that big Yeah, stout. I'm a big fan of Hightower. Yeah. Hightower yeah. was the first brewery that was on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the breweries that are coming have like been on our podcast or like in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not like going out there and just finding a brewery to sell tickets. Like there is a process to this mm-hmm. and we want to make sure that the, you know, the first of all, the festival is open to anybody. So anybody can come. But the Fuel by Hops members are um, probably going to be the primary people who buy tickets. Right. And the breweries that are pouring have either been on our podcast or in our community or interacting with us. So, like, you can actually interact with a brewer that, you know, maybe you heard on the podcast and thought, like, oh, their beer sounds good. They're going to be standing right there. Like, go talk to them and drink their beer. Um, Somebody you've been interacting with with the group is going to be there, you Mm -hmm. know, so you can chit-chat with them and talk about their beers and stuff. So it's going to be more of a kind of a community gathering, which is really neat. An an advanced bottle share? (laughs) Super, super advanced bottle? Yeah. Yeah. I guess in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Super duper advanced is really (laughs) big Super expensive one. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. Well, the tickets aren't expensive. Expensive to you. Yeah. Expensive for you to put this on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very expensive event to put on. So Yeah. uh, Tickets aren't that expensive, though. Yeah. (laughs) Tickets are in line. We we were um, actually, our consultant that we hired actually told us we needed to go higher on our tickets, but we were like... No, we want to keep it affordable. Mm. Keep it in line with everybody else's festivals. Yep. Like, um, we don't want to go too crazy. So this is our first one. We want to make sure everybody has a good time. Right. Everybody enjoys it, and we don't want to gauge every, gouge everybody. You know what I mean? And that for those that have been living under a rock for the past month or so, where is the festival? When is the festival? How can you get tickets? The festival is going to be March 14th, 2020, this year. This in two weeks. It's going to be at Spirit in Lawrenceville. If you guys are familiar with the Lawrenceville neighborhood, I think it's 51st Street is where it's at. Just drive down Butler until you see a Sunoco and make a left. That's like the, <laughs> the easiest way I can describe it. I'm a bit upset because that was the joke I was going to make. <laughs> so it's uh, it's uh, general admission is going to be five to eight, but you can get early entries that will let you in at four. VIPs, unfortunately, are all sold out. That will let you in at 330. 
You could also be in the room whenever we do a wonderful podcast. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they can be coming in with you. But unfortunately, tickets are sold out to that. So Right on. Well, I mean, you know, not unfortunately for you because they did get sold. So. Yep. Right. <laughs> and tickets, Good problems. You can purchase tickets at www.fueledbyhops.com forward slash FueledFest412. Perfect. My suggestion is, if you're listening to this on a Friday, as, as you should, should, then the uh, big Pittsburgh Beer Fest is this weekend. Yeah. Wait, it's this weekend? Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even know that. See? Yeah, I, I, I literally, did. and I'm planning a festival. Like, I had no idea. Yeah, well, here, here's what I'm going to say about that. Sell your tickets to that. Yeah. <laughs> because more than likely, there. I mean, Ryan's already named off over five breweries that I haven't had. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole bunch more that you haven't had. With a seal of approval. Yeah. That goes along with right. it. Right. And sure. it, like he's been saying, like more or less, all these breweries have been vetted by the Fueled by Hops community. Mm-hmm. These are people they want there to drink with. So if you're looking to just, like, ditch out on having Sierra Nevada again. <laughs> I took a look at the tap list. I didn't. I don't I, give a I shit. I did. And of all the beers, I could pick out maybe half a dozen that I would go seek out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot more, yeah, I've had before, and I'll go get them again. That's fine. But but why, why spend $55, $60 to go have something you've already had? Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. And it's, it, I think the people that go to that festival are completely different than the people that are going to come to Field Fest for yes. Oh, for sure. I'm sure. Like people that go to the one, at, is that, that's a convention center, right? Yeah. That's yeah. what we're talking about? Yeah. Like that is, for lack of better terms, and no disrespect to anybody that's putting this on, kind of a shit show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's for sure a shit show because that's what it used to be for us. Uh, yeah. It was just go there. There's a ton of beer. You can just go around. Yeah. And you get, get messed up. But, you get tanked. Mm-hmm. Right, but our people aren't going to be going there to get tanked. Like, we're beer nerd. I mean, yes, it's great to get drunk, but like right. you're there because you want to try new beers that you haven't mm-hmm. tried before or something crazy that somebody came up with, like abjuration. Um, I, I really want to talk about the collab. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite beer so far in all these lists that well, I just can't t- wait to release. You can talk it. about it in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's really, really special, mm-hmm. and they haven't announced it yet, so like I don't want to... I don't want to blow the lid on right. it, but because uh, I don't want Dave to get mad at me. Right. I haven't seen him mad, actually. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, the people that are going to come to Fueled Fest are much different, I think, than the people that are going to go to that festival. Mm-hmm. So, um, For sure. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, this is an opportunity. If you want to try something else, instead of just getting blackout yeah. on, you know, the mm-hmm. same shit over and over, there's still tickets available to come to this. You can still sell off yours on Craigslist to somebody else who wants to get blackout. Yes. <laughs> or, I mean, if you want to do both, you can do both. You can do, do both. both. Both is fine, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you got money, you do both. Yeah. Yeah, what the heck. Yeah. I don't have money. I got to pick one. It's tax season. <laughs> That's right. It's tax season. It's tax season. Treat Everybody's yourself. rich. I am freelance. <laughs> <laughs> we owe money in the self- <laughs> self-employment world. Yes. Um, one last quick thing. Sure. If you're listening on a Friday, as you should. Then tomorrow is Leap Day. Yes. And there are two opportunities for free beer on Leap Day. I'm listening. One of them is if you live in the Pittsburgh area Mm. or I think parts of Florida. Florida, yeah. Yeah. You can go get free beer at Permanis. Permani Brothers? Permani Brothers Sandwiches. Let's put put an asterisk next to it. (laughs) Because what is the beer? The beer is one 12-ounce bottle of Icy Light. Uh, From the back of the fridge. From the back of the fridge. (laughs) Yes, you're getting leftovers, but it's free. Yes, nobody goes to Permanent Brothers and says, I want an icy light. <laughs> so somebody at Permanent Brothers was like, what do we do with all this icy light? And they were like, oh, 
leap year. Let's give here's it away. A, yeah, here's a leap day promotion. Maybe they'll buy a sandwich while they're here. Oh, I would definitely buy a sandwich if I were there. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah you have to. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can get a sandwich, and then you get a free beer with the it. pizza. You ever had the pizza there? I have. Their pizza is surprisingly very delicious. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah. And the tater tots? I've never been in the in Tots country there. Oh, you got to go to Tots country. <laughs> I've never there. been in Tots country. <laughs> they have like the hot tots or like, I, I don't know. It has like sriracha and jalapenos on it. Oh, oh okay. Get that. And the cheese. It has the cheese with the sriracha. Oh, my gosh. I might go there after this. <laughs> I'm, I was just thinking, I can't remember the last time I was actually at Upper Manny I live right by one, so I'm there all the time. I, he used to live I by one. I used to. <laughs> that was part of the reason I moved. <laughs> my Upper Manny Brothers I've been going to for years has the same bartender every time I go there. Mm-hmm. Scary. Yeah, it's very scary. But it's, it's also co- yeah, it's comforting I at the same time. Yeah. yeah, she cards me every time I go there. That's weird. Nice. Yeah, I'm like, don't you know me by now? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Just making sure you're the same guy. <laughs> the other opportunity for free beer, Miller Lite. You can get a whole case of it on leap day. <laughs> How? <laughs> well, you, you buy it, and then there's a QR code you can scan on your phone, and then... You send them the receipt, and then you get paid back in PayPal. Oh, that's too much work. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of hoop jumping. <laughs> or you just go drink. to a Walmart in Ohio and walk out with it because they're not going to stop you. Probably not. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, don't do that. Don't do, do that. But do that. Who cares? My <laughs> official stance is don't do that. They're my, covered. My official stance is I don't give a shit what you do. I'm not your boss. <laughs> I'm going to go in the middle and just say, just use a little logic. <laughs> <laughs> is this really worth it? Yeah, is it worth it to steal a case of Miller Lite? Mm. Probably not. Mm. All right. Well, unfortunately, we don't have a, a beer to really review because we kind of did that already with the mystery beer. Yeah, we yeah we reviewed the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good. We are excited for more Hightower at some point, but I don't know that we're going to get it tonight. It, yeah, I was going to say in two weeks. In two weeks. I don't Actually, know I think gonna... I might have Hightower with me. Oh, I brought a right. bunch of beer with me. Yes. All I right. was just like, yes, Brian always comes check. bringing gifts. <laughs> yes. Well, like I buy so much beer and people send me beer yeah. and it just accumulates in my house and it starts to overflow. And then my wife starts yelling at me and I'm like, what do I do with all this beer? So I just pawn it off on you guys. That's, That's fine. fine. Yeah. Ain't mad. <laughs> Not at all. I got extra glasses. <laughs> Overall though. Yeah. Jelly donut. I give it a plus for being a sour. What, what's your untapped score? My untapped score? Because the average score? is 4.22. So what's yours? Ah, you know what? That's... I would probably give it at like a four two five, because in the world of sours, I don't like a lot of sours. So I'd give it a four two five because it's good. The the phrase I, you're looking for here is for the style. Yeah, for the style. For the I, style. Yeah, it's for the style. It's I haven't fun. had to use that one in a while. Yeah, well, you didn't have a chance to. No. <laughs> <laughs> Last time we had IPAs, we bombed you out. So. You did. You did. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't even save it. Yeah. Uh, so for my score, I, I kind of have to agree with Steve on that one. I'd, I'd go about a four and a quarter, but a strong four and a quarter. I'm going with a four, actually. Okay. Because I know what Hightower is capable of in their Sour Series. And mm-hmm. like I said, this is delicious right here, but I have had some stuff that blows us out of the water from them. Okay. Right. So I think this was a great effort, but probably on the lower scale of what they've put out. So right. Greg did a good job, but I think he could do better, Greg. Okay. I like it. All right, let's uh, take a quick break. Let's reload. Yes. And we'll be back with more mystery beers. Yes. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including T-shirts, glassware, and even food. 
Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm a bit disappointed right now because we cracked another beer on the break, and it's really good. <laughs> we we cracked one that was that we can know what the name of is yes. and everything. <laughs> we looked at the can beforehand and everything. Yeah, but uh, I had to bring this one because you guys were talking 450 North in the last episode, uh-huh. and I just, you know, I'm a Schmooji fan. Okay, hey, hey that's fun. I had to bring them. We didn't know, but now we know. Yep. Uh, but yeah, even somebody else reached out to us on Twitter and was telling us, yeah, you guys have to try Smoogies from Imprint. And Ryan, you graciously brought us the blueberry lemon cheesecake one. Don't ask me what the ABV is. I don't care. Don't ask Imprint either. They probably don't know. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't knows. care. It's delicious. <laughs> That's how I am. Like everybody's like, oh, they're lying to their customers. I'm like, I don't drink this stuff for the ABV. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's good. It's delicious. Yeah. Just drink dessert it. in a can. And, and honestly, with these types of beers, I'm probably going to stop because of the sweetness mm-hmm. and, right. and the fullness of the beers rather than the alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is this is a one and done for dessert. Yeah. If these were all jacked up to 16%, I'd still drink one anyways. Yeah. If it was 4%, I'd drink one anyways. Right. Probably not more than one. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> But there you go. There's a there's a bonus review for you. The smoothie mm. blueberry lemon cheesecake has everybody around the table happy. Hot <laughs> damn. But uh, yeah. it's time to move back to our mystery blind tastings of yes. the evening. And we have another beer from we don't know yet. <laughs> Some damn buddy. The only hint I'll give you again is that this is a brewery that will be at Fueled Fest 412. Not a beer that's going to be there, but a brewery right. that's okay. going to be there. Which uh, we can see them on March 14th. March 14th at Spirit in Lawrenceville. Yes. Also known as the Old Moose Lodge. I know also that. known as great. the KSWA venue. They still, yeah, they still do the uh, KSWA there. Yeah. Oh. yeah the KSWA is all over the place. Mm-hmm. Depends on, you know, what show they're wrestling. Because <laughs> they have, because they do the, uh, the brawl under the bridge at I, Homestead. I need to go to that one. Yeah. Did you see there was like a wrestling show in Elizabeth? What? Is yeah. this KSWA again? I don't know, but <laughs> Shane Douglas was there. I was like, wow, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. It was mm. just last week. I saw pictures of it. It may have been this week. I, I've been yeah. to some events of theirs in the past, and they had George of the Animal Steel there. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. yeah. Good times. I was very excited because I saw their pictures of the show at Spirit, and I saw they had a bunch of like signage on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was super worried about that. I was like, <laughs> can I put signage on the wall? Then I went there, and I was like, oh, yeah, they did it. Yeah, for sure. It's fine. It. Speaking of fine, this is a fine-smelling beer. This is yeah. a fine-smelling beer. This is a dessert beer, obviously. Can't, uh, if you can't smell that already. Yeah. <laughs> can't really remark on the look because it's just black as a stout. So. It's a stout. It's yeah. a stout. It looks like coffee. Smells smells like espresso. Mm-hmm. Like Interesting. It's a, it's a real sweet coffee. Very interesting. As well. Kind of almost has like a sweet cream kind of yeah. twist to it. Yeah. Interesting. All right. What are our clues there, Ryan? Um, I'm not giving you any clues. Oh, well, you have to taste it. <laughs> then I ask you a question. <laughs> the questions are clues. This isn't difficult. <laughs> this is the outfit testing. We got to work out the kinks. <laughs> the, qu- the questions are clues. Ooh, and it, wow. this is another Ooh. one. First initial thoughts after your first. First initial sip. thought is you need to come back on the show more often. These beers are check plus. Come to my house. I have tons of them. Okay. That is. My wife would be very happy. <laughs> it is very, very sweet, but it's not. 
like rot your teeth sweet. I know no. it doesn't hurt your mouth. Like yeah. some some beers are so sweet they like hurt your teeth. Yeah, I had that problem, but this one, it's sweet, but it's subtle at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very it's subtle mm. sweet. Is there marshmallow involved in this? No. <sighs> okay, but I will tell you what the secret ingredient is when we do the review. Okay, or the re- the reveal, rather. Okay, so question number one. Yes. Which staple dessert inspired this beer? Is it A, Tagalongs, mm. B, Oreos, C, chocolate chip cookies, or is it D, double fudge brownies? Oh, so good. I know, right? I, I, <laughs> what were the options I'm drinking again? with these guys, too, by the way. So Tagalongs is your first option. Mm-hmm. Oreos are your second Chocolate chip cookies are your third. Double fudge brownies are your fourth. I'm going to go Oreos. Okay. I'm going to go double fudge. Okay. One sec here. And Adam, you are correct. Yes. It is inspired by Oreo cookies. Hmm. Now, next question here. Okay. The This is pretty much handing you guys a softball here with this one. This beer is brewed with milk. True. Which flavor oh. milk <laughs> did they add? Is it regular old white milk, almond milk, chocolate milk, or milk is utterly stupid? I don't know why I chose that answer, but <laughs> it is brewed with milk. All right. So white milk, almond milk, or chocolate milk? I'll bite chocolate. It's got to be chocolate. Yeah, you're chocolate. Both correct. It yep. is chocolate milk. I even know what this beer is now. Probably do. I'm down to two <laughs> options. You're down to two options. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, all There's right. only one option. <laughs> You're both correct. It was chocolate milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go to the untapped score mm-hmm. on this one, then we'll do the reveal. Was the untapped score on this beer a 4.03? This is a high-rated one, okay? I've mm-hmm. seen so it's, that. It's, it's north of four. Uh, 4.03, a 4.23, a 4.53, or a 4.47? I'll go 5.3. I'll jump on that 5.3 train. I'm going to say 5.3 as well, though. You're both incorrect. Is a 4.23, but I think oh. it deserves a 4.5. Mm-hmm. I give it a 4.5. Yeah. <laughs> so, big reveal. I know what it is. Can I say what it is first? Yeah. Go ahead. It is the Grist House Utterly Dunked. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Nicely done. I uh, I had the brewery. Yeah. I couldn't f- get the beer knocked you down. Had the, you had the brewery. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this is that Utterly Dunked. Now, they just recently released a new, um, was the Utterly Dipped. Yeah, Utterly Dipped for strawberries. Yes. Yes. But this is the Utterly Dunked. I think this is probably my favorite one that they've done in that lineup. And the secret ingredient here is Turner's Chocolate Milk. Yeah. I had the Utterly S'mores. Utterly utterly Toasted. Utterly Utterly Toasted. toasted. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. that one was great. It had a a marshmallow thickness to it, which I thought was fantastic. I I think I like that one better than this one. Mm. So maybe that's where the 4-2 is. I like the marshmallow (laughs) in there. I'd go with this one over that one. Okay. I'll be honest. This one is delicious. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is still really good. Good on Grist House and these Fatty Boy Stouts, because I love that. It's Fat Tuesday. <laughs> Are we allowed to say we're recording this on Fat Tuesday? Yeah, fuck yeah it. it's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Friday, actually. Never mind. It's Fat Friday. You listen on a Friday. But <laughs> we're, we're here. At, what time do you publish? 5 a.m.? 6 a.m.? Whatever it gets done. <laughs> it depends. Sometimes it's midnight on Thursday. Sometimes it's 3 in the morning. Who cares? So, final question on this beer. Yes. We're going to go to some quotes that I found in the reviews. And Grist House is a ton of quotes, okay? So, yeah. Like, there's some good stuff buried in there. So I, it took me a little while to find a good one. <laughs> the four quotes you had to choose from. 
Which one of these is a, an actual quote that a uh, untapped user used to describe this beer? Was it finding one of these in the fridge is like finding a $20 bill in the couch? Was it it's a chocolatey awesome time? I hate stouts 2.0. <laughs> or was it D, thank you for the diabetes? Ooh, I got to get on that beatus train. <laughs> okay. I want to, but I'm going to differentiate myself from Adam. See if I can get more points. <laughs> the points that don't matter. Right, the points that don't matter. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one, finding a $20 bill. Steven, you are correct. Ooh, finding yeah. one of these in your fridge <laughs> is like finding a $20 bill in the couch. I didn't I didn't write down who said that. So I, I honestly, they're all believable, though, mm-hmm. because the the second and third choices, like that's how stupid people can be on Untapped. Yeah, I had to add that in there. Like, I hate stouts, too. Right, because right, you see that so much, and it's just yeah. so terrible. Yeah, like don't rate beer if you don't drink it. Yeah, I hate I hate this style too. Or <laughs> people will say I hate this style, but five. Right. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Yeah. Well, on a plus note, Adam, there's a ton of this smoothie left. Uh, not for long. Oh, look how thick that is. I know, right? Yeah. It, it is a thickness race between the smoothie and the utterly dunked. Or they can combine forces, and you can drink them at the same time, like I just did. Ooh. And guess what? It's fantastic. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna mix the utterly dunked. Get on in top on that. Of there. Treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's Fat Tuesday. <laughs> All right. Well, or well, Fat Friday. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Fish Friday. <laughs> that <laughs> means the uh, the fish fry maps are up. That's right. Well, fish fry maps already up. Mm-hmm. It's already out there. Best fish fry in Pittsburgh. Go. Uh, you know the one I used to go to a lot was uh, I believe it's St. Thomas in Swickley or St. James. St. James and Swickley. And that one was pretty damn badass. There's another one I go to in Ambridge. If you're going to Alter Genius, you might as well stop. <laughs> as you should. Yeah. As you should. I do have to say that this combo of Utterly Dunked and the Schmooji, mm-hmm. very delicious. Right? Chris House, you need to get on that call imprint. Get in on that, that collab. We'll help you out. Taste test. I'll, I'll come for a brew day. I don't know shit about brewing. Hey, I'll <laughs> I'll be I'll be willing to do some neck down work. You need, I'll sit on the sidelines and watch. I mean, you need that move from there to over there. I'm your man. Yes. Yeah. And in this episode, we're talking about doing a blind tasting, and one of the main uses for a blind tasting is actually finding off flavors. Mm, makes sense. So makes we're sense. going to do a little bit of edumacation, <laughs> edutainment, edutainment, uh, as we are sometimes. Forced to call ourselves. Forced? Well, because we're not that smart. We're about to talk about... <laughs> None of us. I'm, I'm about to talk about off flavors, and I got a D in chemistry. Oh, boy. So... I quit chemistry halfway through. All right. So, yeah, all around. <laughs> so, in college, I took a chemistry class, and then two years later, I realized that there was a lab that yeah. was a completely separate course. <sighs> so, I had to go back and take the lab separately. Jeez. There you go. So, I had a lab once a week for material that I wasn't covering. Great. Dude, you got to go to college online. It's the best thing ever. You don't have any of that shit. No labs. <laughs> Great. We're all dumb. <laughs> so here's your here's your content. Uh, Put that I, on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I did go on to uh, kegerator.com, though, and they have a very fantastic write-up of, like, the 18 most prevalent off flavors that you'll find. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you the causes. They'll give you ways to prevent. And they'll give almost... Uh, uh, they can give usage as well. Because just because there's an off flavor doesn't mean that it doesn't have a use. So uh, a fine example is like the banana flavors mm-hmm. that you get in Hefeweizens yeah. and Belgians. 
that's technically an off flavor that's produced by yeast being stressed. If you stress yeasts in other styles, though, it's going to be bad. So you have to know that stressing your yeast does produce those esters, but also know what style you're working with because it helps. So every once in a while, you got to give your yeast a three-day weekend. Right. A little Xanax or something. (laughs) Take the edge off. A little zinc. (laughs) So I I picked like four pretty common problems that you can find. I was really hoping you weren't going to go through all 18. No. Because I'd have tapped out after like six. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) I I picked four, and these should be pretty helpful for most of the homebrewers in our audience. Mm -hmm. One of the most common ones, though, that we hear about a lot, and I think it kind of applies a little bit to what we're drinking right now, is uh, the uh, diacetyl. What is the diacetyl, Steve? The diacetyl is, that's a buttery or oily flavor. And you find that commonly, like, diacetyl gets produced by uh, yeast, but usually it gets reabsorbed. Mm -hmm. What happens, though, is if you have a weak yeast or there's just way too much diacetyl production, then it can't reabsorb it all. And that's how you get, like, these oily and buttery flavors. It is appropriate, though, for stouts because it, it, it's, you know, it gives that, that almost caramel-like flavor, mm. especially in lower instances. Okay. So, But in a higher instance, it's going to give you a real popcorn buttery flavor. Which you don't want. Right, and that's when you get really, really oily beer. Unless for some reason you want to make a popcorn stout, which I think there are a brewery or two that have tried to market it that way. Sounds actually kind of interesting. You could try like it, yeah. Chocolate I don't... cover. <laughs> you remember those, like, when you were a kid, you got, like, those popcorn balls that were covered in chocolate? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That would actually be kind of decent. If you could pull it off. If you can pull it off. Yeah, the, pro- the problem is, it, like, it also gives you that tongue coating. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, that that's yeah. what comes along with those higher instances of diacetyl. So, yeah, it is appropriate in stouts. It's also kind of appropriate in some lagers, uh, ESBs, and scotch ales. Gotcha. But if you want to make sure that your beer doesn't, suffer from this you have to boil it properly one of the common causes is boiling too low or not boiling thoroughly enough so you have to have a nice rolling boil right throughout your process right and i, I assume if you're like adding in a bunch of adjuncts like turner's chocolate milk mm-hmm. <laughs> then you know you really have to really boil it down to make sure everything gets in there uh you also have to aerate your wort and that's a, that's a real easy one to do as a home brewer. Yeah. Because typically you have a, a five or six gallon carboy. Yeah. And you if you're doing bigger it. batches, you just, you know, you got multiple carboys. Just shake it up. Yeah, you can just shake them up. But you can also get an air hose to, to oxygenate your beer. Mm-hmm. And just push, not your beer, but your wort. Thank you. Don't want to oxygenate your beer. <laughs> uh, also, you have to ferment at a proper temperature. So usually you get diacetyl at a lower temperature fermenting. Really? Yeah. So how does that work with lagers? Because lagers are obviously typically fermented at a lower temperature. So that is a common problem with lagers. It's okay to get a little bit, Mm -hmm. but again, it's proper temperature. Gotcha. Yeah. Being that the yeast that you use is meant for lower temperature fermentation, Mm -hmm. it doesn't occur as much. I see. Okay. So it kind of counteracts it a little bit because that's just how the yeast lives and works right the yeast is strong for that again this is this all ties to a weak yeast mm, the yeast is yeah the, <laughs> the yeast the yeast is strong the yes. yeast is sound right <laughs> but you know a weak yeast will yield a lot of diacetyl because it won't again it won't be able to reabsorb it and some of that comes back to choosing the right yeast mm-hmm. for your recipe mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. just throw any old yeast in there and hope for the best exactly when you build your recipe you kind of have to 
have that in your mind. What kind of yeast you're going to use, and will it work? Right. Another common problem, although it, it doesn't seem to happen too much anymore, but a common problem is light struck beer. What is light struck? I'm honestly not familiar with that term. Sure you are. I am? Skunked beer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, you're just using them Harvard words. Yeah, it, oh, okay. but th- that's the flavor. That's the off flavor. Light struck. Oh, okay. Anytime beer is exposed to uh, sunlight, mm-hmm. it be, it, it'll, get, it'll skunk. And that's because there is riboflavin in the beer, mm-hmm. and that is a B vitamin that is photosensitive. Like, it shows up not just in beer. It's in eggs. It's in milk. It's in all kinds of green vegetables and hops and barley. <laughs> but when it gets exposed to sunlight, it breaks down. And then there's just something about the way it breaks down that it also combines with the alpha acids and hops. Hmm. It just makes a, a nice skunk flavor. Yep, and that's how you skunk a beer. Hmm. Uh, but it's also important to note that it doesn't happen just in sunlight. It can happen under fluorescent light because they've narrowed it down to the blue section of the visible light band. Yeah. So not only does it keep you up at night, <laughs> right? when you're cruising on your phone, <laughs> laying in bed, yeah. it also ruins beer. Yeah. So blue light, what are you good for? <laughs> Kmart's dead. You ruined that. It's all done. There's nothing left. Yeah. But if you got if you got beer sitting in your basement under you know harsh fluorescent lights, it's a good chance it could skunk over a couple weeks, mm-hmm. especially if it's in a greener, clear bottle. Which is one of the reasons that brown bottles are a way to go. Yeah. Or if you have the ability, keg it, keg it, or can it. Yeah. All of those. Mm-hmm. Those will all save you. Yes. Like a lot of tossed out <laughs> beer. <laughs> uh, another one. We were talking earlier about uh, lager yeasts and how they produce certain tastes and smells and such. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hydrogen sulfide, and that is the rotten egg smell Ah, that you get. I've been down that path as well. Yeah. A few times. Uh, This is also tied to yeast stressing. So we were talking about how, like, lagers don't produce, the lager yeast doesn't produce a lot of diacetyl because they're meant to work at lower temperatures, but they will produce hydrogen sulfide all beers do the difference is ales they have all that carbon dioxide reaction mm-hmm. and it pushes it out so the the hydrogen sulfide the rotten egg that all gets scrubbed out very quickly lager yeast and lagering takes longer mm-hmm. and so it doesn't leave as quickly oh okay yeah so if you if you have like a lager that you're brewing and it smells a little rotten eggy let it sit a little bit longer before you bottle it because there's okay. a good chance it just needs to scrub out on its own. I gotcha. So it might just be a, a premature mm-hmm. canning or bottling. Right. Hmm. Okay. It is possible, though, that if you stress your yeast too much, that it'll uh, fall into autolysis, and that's where the yeast eats itself Oh. and destroys. Oh. And then you just don't have the yeast to finish the, the process. Hmm. Science. Yeah. So Jeez. either either it will leave on its own the smell or it will increase and get worse. <laughs> but a couple of ways to avoid that is again know your know your yeast limits and the health of the yeast. So you know just know how it works. It goes back to whenever you're building your recipe, you got to know all your ingredients, you got to know how they're all going to work together. Mhm. And also you shouldn't like don't try to work it at high temps. Don't try to change the temperature too much. So if you bring it from a low to a high, if you're if you're loggering at 55 and then some reason wherever you're racked at jumps up to 70 degrees, 
trouble. <laughs> you're you're in in the danger zone. Yeah, trouble abounds, and uh, don't try to use it too much with like uh, high gravity beers because that can lead to it defaulting into that autolysis. Oh, okay. Heating itself. Yeah. And the final one is something I thought was kind of interesting because it made me thought it made me think of something that's kind of popped up recently with the craft malting. Okay. Uh, we have uh, like a grainy or husky taste. Oh, okay. So that, where it tastes like green or raw. Mm-hmm. And this is a result of a word <laughs> that I'm going to <laughs> attempt. Isobutyraldehyde. Oh, yeah. Why don't you say that? I know. Yeah. Isobutyraldehyde. I don't even know why I had to bring it up. I get it there. Uh, this, is, this is a byproduct, though, of uh, like crushing your grains too much. Okay. So it's a byproduct of crushing grains. So it's, instead of like cracking your grains, you're like powdering it. Cracking your grains too much. Okay. Like it is it is just a byproduct of cracking and sparging and mashing out. Mm-hmm. But if you overcrack it, you're going to get a lot of this alcohol, like organic compound come out. Right on. Uh, if you over sparge, you're obviously like just dragging that out. Mm-hmm. If you have a long, long mash time, like longer than two hours, don't do that. Because it will drag all of this out. Gotcha. Okay. And then it gives you like the, the grainy husky taste. Hmm. And in, in, in the little side research I was doing, I found out that this is actually used in some fragrances, like for weedy, grassy, oh. <laughs> floral. Yeah. Oh. No, thank you. It's also super flammable and because oh. it is like an alcohol that mm-hmm. you dr- that's like naturally occurs in the grain. Hmm. Yep. That, that was four of the things I found. I found another one that seemed really like common sense. That but being metallic. If your beer tastes metallic. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you likely have like corroded brewing equipment. Oh. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> the other way is, and this is very like our our city specific, mm. is that your water is just shit, <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's very easy to correct. Yeah, don't use it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Either don't use our water, or you know, don't use things that aren't food grade metal. Right. So right. yeah, the final one that I think isn't really worth. I don't know, getting too much into, mm-hmm. but like if anything tastes like vomit or garbage or anything like that, then you have a bacterial infection. Oh, <laughs> don't shit. drink it. Yeah. Don't You're drink. <laughs> if it like all the other, everything else I talked about, generally you can like power th- through or it will correct itself over time or something like that. Mm-hmm. If it smells rotten or is like garbage or like vomit, just get it out of there. You have to toss that. That's bad. (laughs) And that happens at all kinds of different stages. Mm -hmm. Like your wort could get infected. Your you could brew with like infected ingredients, and it all comes out different ways. So, yeah. (laughs) And that goes back to one of the number one rules of of brewing is cleanliness. You got to make sure all your equipment is clean. Make sure everything you're using is sanitary. Yeah. You know that's that'll save you a lot of trouble. Just in general. Yeah. Sanitize, sanitize, sanitize. A clean kitchen is a heavy kitchen. That too. So you said you mentioned how you don't brew. I do not brew. But did you learn something for brewing? Yes, I learned quite a few things. Okay, good. <laughs> None of which I'll ever use. It is good to know, be able to identify those off flavors. Yeah. Especially when you're drinking beer. And speaking of beer, mm-hmm. this grist house. Yes. This utterly dunked. Yes. It's a damn fine beer. Yes. It's a damn fine beer. Damn, damn fine beer. Which one do you like more, the schmoogey or the utterly dark? Ooh, now that's a question, and I don't have an answer for I that. I like the combo of those two together. Yeah, I and I like them separately as well. Ah, 
Mm, it's such a tough. It is. And first things first, they are two two different completely styles. different styles. Uh, the one similarity between the two of them is they are both desserty times. Mm-hmm. You know, they are end of days kind of beers. Yep. Which sounds really <laughs> kind of. No, I would drink this in the apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it, I'm done. Four horsemen are coming over the hill. Crack them both. Yeah, crack them both. I'll, I'll smash them right in the face of the <laughs> seven headed dragon, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin style. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fuck you, Antichrist. <laughs> Come for my beer. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt too. Yeah, I got a lot of shirt ideas. Well, in since the we're talking about the utterly dunked, yes. Can I crack open another beer that I brought? No, don't. Stop. It's the worst <laughs> idea ever. This what one was provided to me by my good friend, Sean Snyder, uh, who lives very close to Imprint, Okay, which makes the schmoogie. Mm, okay. okay. Imprint and Hidden River, which is another brewery in that area, came together, did a collab. All right. This is called the uh, Dolce de Turtles. Guess that's how you say that, right? Dolce de Turtles. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's an imperial stout with chocolate, caramel, and pecans. I like all of those things. I think you're going to very much enjoy this yes. one. Okay, well, how about we leave this as a tease, and we'll come back with it in segment three. Ah, okay. Yes, we'll drink it on. <laughs> also, Ryan has to wrangle this stuff. <laughs> Get the lasso out. Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be back. With uh, the, we'll be back with your second bonus review. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're, we already got extra bullets in the gun. Yeah. And our third mystery beer. Yes. This one is going to be delicious. Oh, they're all delicious. I'm Don Wrinkle, and everybody's got a podcast. And if you're going to listen to one, import taste is the way to go, because it's very greasy. This is Bill Lawyerson to tell you that import taste is the podcast you should listen to if you want to get sued. I'm Big Jim, here to say if you listen to In Poor Taste, I guess we'll give you a Christmas handy. It's In Poor Taste. It's definitely not a comedy podcast. And it's definitely not educational. And it's definitely Australian. Stop Stop asking. asking! Hello, I'm a Giorgio Casadoro, and this is my brother. Fativa. Come on down, in taste, we take him back and polish your jewels. That's us. South Hills, Pittsburgh. Born race. Listen to Import Taste on the Podsberg Network, www.podsberg.com slash import taste for all of your edutainmentional podcast needs. If you guys sit there, we'll put Welcome back. They're making me drink more beer. Do it. And I'm okay with that. I've made peace. Okay, cool. Yes, we're back. Uh, we had another beer through the break, and we're drinking it again. The Dolce de Turtles. 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 By some damn buddy. Imprint in Hidden River. It's their collab. Yes. Uh, out of Hatfield, Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. How close is it to McCoy? Ah, uh, see what you did there. That was actually really good. McCoy, New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the, these fine folks are just outside of Philadelphia. Go visit them. They yeah. some amazing things out there. They make some good stuff. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I'll say yes, because you know what should happen? What's that, Steve? Somebody in the Pittsburgh area should remake this beer so it's easier for us to get. Chris House, looking at you. Mm-hmm. Chris House, abjuration. Uh, who else? Oh, yeah. Abjuration. Four points, maybe. But not four points because it's too far from me. That's bridges and tunnels. Yeah, that's too much. I mean, they could do it, but I don't want them to. Cause too so far. in other words, abjuration, looking at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, do this beer, and then you have to call it the Yum Yum Tree. 
Oh, no, the abjuration doesn't do that. They don't name their beers. I know. Well, that's why it's got to go to Grisselson. Okay, it's got to go to Grisselson. They're back out. You got to call it the Yum Yum Tree. Looking at you, mm-hmm. Zach. You don't, I don't think you get that reference. I Adam. really don't. There, uh, there was a candy shop in the Robinson Town Center. Okay. It was called the Yum Yum Tree. Oh. Big centerpiece of the shop was a giant tree display. Where in Robinson Township was this? It was in, it was in the main plaza center. Oh. That okay. really big one that's like two miles long? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know where that's at. So, little factoid. I like factoids. A little rumor, I guess, maybe. Rumor, factoid. Mm-hmm. Imprint is doing some amazing things now. But they've actually only been around for about a year. They just celebrated their one-year anniversary. Damn. Oh. Okay. From what I understand and from what I've been told, they wanted to really do a lot of sours and a lot of these like adjunct heavy stouts mm-hmm. and didn't really know how to do it. Or maybe like weren't like didn't know the process or something like that. They actually brought the answer in to do a collaboration with them. And the answer basically showed them how to do all this stuff. Oh. And that's why okay. they're at the level that they're at right now. I don't really care how they got there <laughs> because what they're pumping out is amazing. And mm. I have a ton of respect for these guys at the at Imprint. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. Whatever they did, they figured it out. Yes. They done it good. They done did it good. They done did it good. And speaking of good, we've been two for two on good beers. And it's time to get into the blind tasting again. Yes. Blind tasting. Okay. The third mystery beer of the evening that will come from a brewery featured at Fueled Fest 412. Uh, March 14th, 2020. Uh, the old Moose Lodge. Good tickets. Yeah. Buy your mom a ticket. Buy your mom a ticket. Take your mom out drinking. Yeah. St. Patty's Day. Oh, that is that day, isn't it? It's the, it's the weekend. It's the St. Patty's Day weekend. Yeah. Somebody's going to have a bad Sunday. Me. A lot of people are going to have a bad Sunday. They're going to have a delicious Saturday. Yeah. Probably going to be the three of us in this uh, table right now. I will neither confirm nor deny, <laughs> but uh, I'm pretty sure the good people of Uber will be getting my business that day. I don't get hungover anymore, so I'm fine. I do. <laughs> Dude, I I do. I get weird bubble guts, but I don't get hungover. No, no, I still get it. Yeah. And unfortunately, now that I'm getting older, it's stretching into the full day right. or the two-day right. hangovers, which, homie, don't play that no more. <laughs> I got shit to do. We're going to buy you some Pedialyte. <laughs> yes. We're going to get you some Pedialyte on the way in. I appreciate that Pedialyte has uh, kind of embraced that side they of really their have. business. I've seen I've seen those ads on Instagram mm-hmm. of like oh they're just marketing it towards adults who need the drink <laughs> yeah but it works it really does work mm-hmm. so maybe like you know since our target audience is like thirty five to forty for our festival well I guess like probably the average person buys a ticket is probably in their thirties maybe we'll start adding Pedialyte like, we should have a Pedialyte stand what I'm thinking is if you have that like on the way out. At the door, yeah. like here, have a pe- yeah. Pedialyte, enjoy your evening. Have a Pedialyte, enjoy your evening. Yeah. Or like a fill-up station. Yeah. Where they're yes. just like in little... Like know. next to the water station, just yeah, yeah. that Pedialyte. Yeah. yeah. I great. like it. Yeah. It's great. And, yeah. and if you aren't able to get that, uh, coconut water also works really well for that. Very oh. interesting. I'm coconut water for life. Yeah. yeah. yeah I introduced you to I that shit. <laughs> Listen, you're not wrong. No, I'm just saying. But I'm it just works. Saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. I taught you coconut water. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm teaching hopefully other people what coconut water is good for you. <laughs> That's why it got so damn popular. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a hangover cure. Why is it always served in a paper like coconut water is always in those like paper yeah, good for the like, environment. square things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good yeah. for the environment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of good for the environment, whatever beer this is that we're drinking that uh, looks nothing like the other two that we drank earlier on this yes. episode. It's gonna be a little bit different. This um, one uh, kind of looks like kind of 
kind of reminds me of like raw apple cider. Yeah. So full disclosure, this beer is actually a few months old. That's fine. So I left it in the fridge just to see what it, you know, what tastes like after a little bit of time. Yeah. It looks it looks like raw apple cider, but it also kind of looks like guava juice. Yes, a lot of guava. It looks a lot like guava mm-hmm. juice. The uh, the nose is interesting. I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that it's interesting. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold hands on this one. It don't. <laughs> That's good because we only have three questions on this one. So All right, this is the easy one. Taste is okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, taste is it, it tastes fruity. That kind of muted, fr- mm-hmm. fruity, but there's nothing like bad on it. The nose is I don't know. It smells like attic. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a good one. <laughs> it smells like it smells a little musty. Yeah, yeah. It smells yeah. like an old attic. Yeah, it's, it's a good way to describe it. So, first question: True or false? This beer is a kettle sour. Mmm. This isn't like any of the other kettle sours I've had in the past, so true. I'm going to give it a true as well, because this isn't anything like I usually drink. <laughs> this is, you are both correct. Yes. <laughs> All the points. All the points to you guys. Yes, this is a kettle sour. That's the only hint that I will give you. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to figure out No, <laughs> from there. No, this one This one is is a little, uh, little bit out there. I don't drink enough kettle sours to really know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I can't pinpoint it. We're going to have to keep going. Okay, so second question. Per the description from the brewery, how much mango puree, acai puree, acai freeze-dried powder, and Madagascar vanilla beans were used in the production of this beer? Was it A, an ass ton? <laughs> Was it B, a whole heck of a lot? Was it C, an irresponsible amount? Or D, why do you care? Hmm. I'm going to say irresponsible amount. That was going to be my answer as well. So let's go with that. You are both correct. Ding, ding, ding. We are crushing it. You guys are both crushing it. We're getting into group of things. We're going to have to go to beta testing here soon. So yeah, I get the mango. Maybe the maybe the acai berry is what smells musty. I thought it was called acai. acai. Could be that too. Acai. A-C-A-I? Yeah, acai. Yeah, acai. Yeah, whatever. It's all, all the same yeah. thing. Yeah. We know what you're talking about. Cares. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, Adam, I'm lower middle class Western Pennsylvania. I'll call it a acai berry <laughs> if I want to. <laughs> so this one uh, is made with mango, acai. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, in Madagascar vanilla beans in this kettle sour. So final question. Which is an actual description of the finish of this beer? So this is a user's uh, ah, this description is a, about the finish. From, from the, the good people of Untapped. The good people of Untapped, the professional beer reviewers of Untapped. <laughs> Did they say, A, this is like swallowing a bowl of acai berries? Did they say, B, it leaves a nice tingle on my tongue? Mm. Did they say, D, smooth with three fire emojis? <laughs> Or did they say, I don't know, Margo? I'm going with, I don't know, Margo. <laughs> I'm going to go with tingle on the tongue. And Stephen, you are correct. Because nice. I had a tingle on my tongue as well. Aw, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yes. So the big reveal on this beer. This one was made by our good friends at Abjuration. Oh, shit. This is their smoothie style kettle sour. Uh-huh. So this one actually came out closer to Christmas. Okay. And I kept one in my fridge because I was like, eh, let me see what happens to this thing over time. So that's why I brought it here with you guys mm-hmm. today. So the smoothie style kettle sour from Abjuration. Um, I thought it was really good. Uh, don't really taste much of a difference 
letting it sit for three months. I, yeah, I'll give you the taste. Taste tastes good. Yeah. yeah, it's not bad. The it's nose, ah, yeah. Ah. But you know, Dave Tom. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't love the nose. We're sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk later. Yeah. <laughs> I can see Tom right now going, oh, God. <laughs> Look, those sons of bitches. <laughs> Look, they've gotten like 10 glowing reviews yeah. <laughs> on yeah. this show already. You can you can be okay with us saying, nah, the nose isn't wonderful. Mm. Well, they're yeah. going to get an 11th review because they are bringing in a special collab beer to Field Fest 412. Mm-hmm. They're doing with the good folks from Union Brothers Brewery. It's a brewery and planning, which probably by time... Field Fest runs around. They could be open. They could be open already. I don't know. But nonetheless, they're making an amazing collaboration beer, which I think is going to be the hit of the festival. Tease, tease. All right. I got beer in front of me. I got notes in front of me. It's time for a game. Okie dokie. Are you gentlemen ready for beer fight? I'm ready for beer fight. Beer fight. Do I throw my sleeves up? No. No. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Beer fight is a game that we like to play where what we do is we take... Two beers, and we put them in the beer fight of death dome. Okay. Uh, and we decide which beer would win in an actual fight. Interesting. This is not the beer. This is the beer name. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. So if you've ever had a drunken debate over who would win between Wolverine or Hulk or anything like that, it's like that, but with beer names. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is just a fun. There are no winners except for me. Okay. I get to hear you guys reason out who's going to win. Fair enough. Uh, and these can be a little abstract, so we'll have to think a little bit. These are not all just straight-up fights. You know, this is not all grizzly bear versus werewolf or anything like that. Gotcha. So, you know, there, there's a little bit of reasoning. Uh, it could go either way. Yep. So we'll start you off with an easy one. The Fat Tire by New Belgium of Fort Collins, Colorado versus the Pothole Stout by Brewery Vivant. Of oh. Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> Pothole Stout. Pothole Stout is the winner. Yeah, that's very easy. It'll, yeah. just, it'll just blow the tire out. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was just a... Yeah, no, it's yeah, a good, that's, that's that's easy, easy one. That gets that's a good warm-up. It, it's a little warm-up. A little yeah. warm-up. Okay. Introduces Ryan real quick. Yes, yeah. gets the juices <laughs> flowing a little bit. All right, we're going to go with another one here. I mean, in Pennsylvania, it's a bus versus a pothole, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor the bus. <laughs> that's just in Pittsburgh, actually. Right, well... <laughs> The next one is the Red Light Irish Red Ale by Wallace Brewing Company of Wallace, Idaho versus Dash Cam Famous by Bad Shepherd Beer and Company of Charleston, West Virginia. So what what was a red light? Red Light Irish Red Ale. Your red light versus your Dash Cam. I'm going to go with the red light. The red light stops things. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, but here, here comes a curtain jerk because here comes It's Okay, I'm a Livo Driver by Aaron Brewery of Newcastle-upon-Tyne in England. <laughs> it's a three-way now. One, I don't think you know what curtain jerking is. <laughs> I don't like the term. You don't know what it means, though. It's like, ah, I'm here. No, curtain jerking is the person who opens the show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. You can say it's a run-in. It's a run-in. There, there we you go. go. I, I, I've never worked a gorilla position. I don't know oh these things. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, I got that one right. You got that one. Yeah, you know what? I'm still personally going to give it to the dash cam. Okay. Because the dash cam will trump all. I've seen a lot of good shit from dash cam videos. Good point. <laughs> Can't argue with Vidya. Yeah. yeah and I've seen a lot of people get into fights with limo drivers and truck drivers <laughs> and every kind of other driver, especially run, in Russia. They probably run the red lights too. Yeah. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
So we're going with the uh, the red light. No, the, the dash, dash cam. cam. Going dash cam. Dash, dash cam, cam forever. Wins. Dash cam forever. <laughs> dash cam trumps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're moving on to the next one, which is the Battle Snake by Grist House Ooh. out of beautiful Millvale, Pennsylvania, versus the Top Secret Battle Monkey. By the Beer Research Institute of Mesa, Arizona. Oh, beer monkey. All, all the way. Beer monkey. You know what? I think I'm going to give it to the beer monkey as well. Really? Yeah. So here's, here's my reasoning. Okay. You said Mesa, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Is that not home to some nuclear testing? Wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't surprise <laughs> me wouldn't at all. Wouldn't surprise me. It's very close. It's close enough. <laughs> yeah, but you think about it. Millvale is very close to a lot of n- nuclear whatnots as well. Yeah. You've got Westinghouse. You've got the uh, the nuke plant out in Beaver County. Yeah. So you've got that going on as well. That's all very contained. <laughs> I would know. I live close enough to have not died of cancer. Well, are we sure then? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> but still, I'm saying out in Arizona, it's in the sand. Yeah, I'm going to so, say like that that battle monkey or what is it? Was it? It was the top secret battle monkey. So I'm gonna say the battle monkey lives in the desert. Yeah, you know what I mean it's hot out there. He's probably a badass. But, but I assume the battle snake would be venomous, and that's where the advantage comes but in. It's from Millville. How venomous can it be? Yeah, if it's a Pennsylvania battle snake, it's more than likely a constrictor. Yeah, and not venomous. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> Sorry. Right. <laughs> they, you gotta. You. They had to specify what kind of snake, and they if, did not. Yeah. If if it was battle cobra. All right, maybe. All right, that's fair. Yeah. You're saying, but they went too generic with the snake. Yeah. So on their follow-up, they need to get a little more refined on the snake right. style. But if you, any monkey, monkeys are fucking crazy strong. That's true. <laughs> and, I, and the monkey is... Uh, Not to get Joe Rogan on this, but <laughs> <laughs> monkey, I'll tear your arms off, dude. <laughs> and the monkey can definitely eat the snake. Right. Out the way. Yeah. I saw a dog eat a snake. It was hilarious. <laughs> I did. If you think we watched the same video. Yeah, pretty hilarious. Yeah, it got airborne. It got airborne, and then there was a nice splash at the, <laughs> at the end of the video. So side note, whatever happens to all the alligators they found in, like, the... Remember they found, like, alligators? Down by Duquesne, yeah. Yeah. Whatever happened to that? Yeah, there's still probably somewhere around. The battle monkey. Yeah. Yeah. That's why battle you need monkey? The ba- battle monkey will come in and take care of them. Yeah. We're locking it in? Yeah. All right. Locking it in. Okay. Those are just regular gators. Of course, a battle monkey can take. (laughs) (laughs) This is a ridiculous premise. Exactly. And the next one. That's why uh, it's at the end of the show when we've had drinks. (laughs) Yes. The next one is I am using this under the premise of these two are superheroes uh, because to me, these were very good superhero names. The first one is The Night Goat by Devil's Trumpet Brewing of Merrillville, Indiana. And its opponent is the Tin Can Avenger. Mm. Yes. Mm. Out of Kellum Island Brewing of Sheffield, England. Mm. So it is the Night Goat versus the Tin Can Avenger. I'm going to say first up, the Night Goat is the villain in this. Oh, absolutely. Because it's coming from Devil's whatever. Devil's Trumpet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, This is this, that goats are, one, inherently evil. Have you seen their eyes? You're right. They're square. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Only the devil makes something with square eyes. <laughs> also, You're here first. Also, assumedly, the devil made the wombat because it poops square. The <laughs> yeah. devil's in the square things. The devil's in the geometry. I've learned Fuck math. so much tonight. <laughs> the other thing is, I don't know of any villain that has ever had the term Avenger in their name. Not really, no. I yeah. mean, the closest you can get is the Toxic Avenger, but even that, 
He's not really a villain, no. Exactly. No. Exactly. He's not a villain, no. He's he's for, and I'm assuming, actually, the Toxic Avenger would work hand-in-hand hand with the Tin Can Avenger mm-hmm. in cleaning up, you know, the nuclear waste and all the other waste. It, they would take care of... They recycle, both of them. They would take care of all the stuff that Captain Planet couldn't do after dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, they're the, they're the rated R right. Captain Planets. Right. Couldn't or wouldn't do. Right. They're willing to get their hands dirty. Captain Planet would never take a set of weights and jam them through Ron Jeremy's head. I mean, true. Yes. But <laughs> the Toxic Avenger has. Hmm. Oh, I, d- I didn't know that part. Well, that's why I'm telling you. Oh, all right. <laughs> because I know you've not watched your Toxic Avenger movies no. as you should. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I'm not just getting yelled at? Yes, culture right. yourselves, goddammit. <laughs> so we never really did... Uh, Discuss which one would win, the Night Goat mm. or the Tin Can Avenger. I'm going to go with the Goat. Yeah, it's hard for me to not decide with the Devil, so. Yeah. So we're going Night Goat. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Go. Night Goat. If the Tin Can Avenger can, like, get, like, plastic bag girl and... <laughs> and heart. Yeah, and heart and uh, whatever, egg carton boy. <laughs> if, he can as- <laughs> if he can assemble a team to take on the Night Goat, all right, but by himself, hey... He's going down. You know, that that would be an interesting Avengers universe to get into. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I wouldn't pay money, but I'd watch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'd re-up my VPN. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is Local Traffic by Copper Hop Brewing of St. Clair Shores, Michigan versus The Speed Wolf by McMenemus of Portland, Oregon. Tra- local traffic versus speed wolf. Ooh, I'm gonna go with I might go with local traffic. Because hmm. local traffic can like can like mess with your brain. It can gum you up real quick. Yeah, very quickly. I'm gonna go with the speed wolf. Mm. Explain yourself. I'm just thinking about like a wolf and he's fast and like you know how motorcycles mm-hmm. can run in between cars. But once he gets to the traffic, yeah, no, he can still go in between cars. Yeah, it's local traffic. This is local traffic. So there's a lot of intersections. A, one lane road. a lot of one-way lane roads. There's a lot of red lights. Then you know it's still wolf though, because it, it could be a bus and a pothole. He'd be <laughs> <laughs> the wolf the wolf basically operates like a bicycle. He can go up on the curbs. Ah. <laughs> okay. Speed wolf. <laughs> ah. All right. You make things interesting here. I guess it depends on what his motivation is. Yeah. Where's the wolf headed? How fast is Speed Wolf? 78 miles an hour. Ooh. That's pretty fast. That's fa- fast. 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 faster than a cheetah. Yeah. Yeah, he needs that curb space. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Yeah. There is no doubt about that. Yeah, I give it to Speed Wolf. Speed Wolf? Yeah. Speed Wolf? Are you changing I'm, your I'm answer? Go local still traffic. Local I'm still going local traffic. All right, we have a split decision. Because nothing drives me more crazy than local traffic, so I, I just got to roll with that. Right. It could just it could, it could play the mental game. I like it. I get it. So you're you're using the psychological side of things. Yeah. And Steve is just trying to sledgehammer his way through. Let, let exactly. me turn you, though. Let me turn you. I'm listening. So you're sitting in traffic and you're stuck. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be, Speed Wolf? That's true. That's true. <laughs> you never want to be local traffic. Right. That's a good point. Good you want to be Speed Wolf. <laughs> but there are times where you want to have that as a vanity plate on the back of your car. Yeah. Ooh, speed are, Wolf. Right. There are times you want to have vanity plate or you just want to be a wolf to run people down and anus tart. Yeah, when When is the last time you ever saw anybody arrest a wolf? Right. Never. Right. Carte blanche. You uh, can you, you got carte blanche. American werewolf in London, he got shot, but you know. Wow, well, that's a whole different <laughs> set of circumstances. They didn't arrest him. 
<laughs> See? Yeah. Point made. Yeah. All right. Our last one of the evening is the Bucko Blue by Penn Brewery of Pittsburgh. You've had this beer. Yeah, you've had it too. I know. But we had that beer at the 2019 North Hills Home Brew Fest. Yes. Uh, Tom Guido was the uh, the brewer on that. The winning home brewer. Yes. And he got his beer brewed by Penn. Mm-hmm. And now it's yeah. Bucko Blue. The Bucko, Bucko Blue. Blue. And it's, it's a blueberry muffin beer. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And it's competition against the Bucko Blue is No Crying in Baseball Season by Dirty Ore Brewing Company of Cocoa, Florida. Well, I'm going with No Crying because everything beats the Buccos. Yeah. That's a pretty easy one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You better learn real quick No Crying yeah. if, if you want to be a, a Pirates fan. I've been crying for 28 years. <laughs> so far. Yeah, so far. Yeah. Uh, and that's the one thing I want to say. This is the beer names. Right. I'm not saying anything about the beer in and of itself. Right. Yep. Just uh, the names. Just the names. Beer, yeah, beer in itself. I just picked the Bucko Blue again without even tasting that other one. Yeah. <laughs> that's I haven't choice. had it, so I'll take your word for it. It is good. Mm-hmm. It was good. So thank you for playing Beer Fight. Yes. So any other beer fights that you want us to cover, uh, send us a message on the Twitter, on the emails, on the Facebook, Hop Nation USA, at whatever it is that you want to talk to us at. Right. We'll fight them out. We don't care. Yeah. Fight her out. We'll discuss. We'll get them in the beer dome. Yeah. Everything versus the night goat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Everything versus the night goat. Hail Satan. <laughs> eh. 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 For me. Eh. On this side of the At least bottle that up while you go into the fish fry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I've, I've walked into fish fries with Cannibal Corpse t-shirts on. Mm-hmm. Like in the churches and shit. So. Did they still serve you? Yeah, so yeah, it's go. fine. They're still getting their ten dollars. <laughs> I don't care where it comes from. Everybody wins. So thank you for playing beer fight. All right, beer fight. And thank you, Ryan, for bringing these beers on. Yeah, all five of them. But I think we're gonna still stick to the podium for the the three. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say both of the you know, the other ones that you brought that were side drinkers from Imprint were very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have left definitely. Left an imprint. Uh, uh, ooh, uh, yes. <laughs> I, I had to. I had to step you guys up from the four fifty north. I had to show you. you Fair. Know. Yeah. Listen to that episode. I, was like, oh, mm-hmm. I gotta do something. Well, we're we're willing to dedicate a whole episode to the Smoogie as a complete comparison to the four fifty north. So uh, when well, we get them, we get them. <laughs> so imprint, please send us some beer. Yes. Yeah. If you could, because we don't have the money to buy it, right. <laughs> and we're not close, and we don't have the distribution, <laughs> and I don't have anybody going out that way soon. Right. <laughs> But we'll figure it out. I can't promise when that episode will happen, but we're down for it. Definitely. You're down. Absolutely. But I think we had to get into the podium first right. uh, with the High Tower, the Grist House, and the Abjuration. Yes. Those are the three under consideration right now. Yes. This one's going to be tough. Does anybody have an order lined Absolutely. up? In, okay, Steve, go right <laughs> ahead. Haven't. It's not really tough for me. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, bronze, I'm going to give to the uh, Abjuration, the, the Kettle Sour. I'm not a big fan of mango flavor to begin with, so eh. And then it had that kind of odd musty smell, so it was not my favorite. Also, it's a sour, so that's <laughs> that's three negatives. <laughs> that's too many. That's too many. I'm sorry. It's a bronze. It's not my favorite, and I probably I, I don't I don't know that I'd drink this one again, but it's just not for me. But hey, other people may enjoy it. Silver, I'm gonna give to the Jelly Donut by High Tower. Because even though it was a sour, it wasn't too sour, and I like the flavors on it. And it wasn't too, too sweet either. 
for being a jelly donut beer. It had kind of a, a, a multi back end to it that was very easy drinking, which I enjoyed. But you're never going to beat a stout. <laughs> <laughs> not a, not in my house. They, uh, the grist house utterly dunked. That is the shit. I, I, I love the utterly toasted and I really hope to get to try it utterly dipped. This one is really good. I didn't like, I didn't love it as much as the other utterly toasted, but I still like this one a whole lot. And I honestly would say that I would put this one above, um, the Prairie Double Dunk. Really? Ooh, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Hmm. This one is a lot smoother. I know initially we were calling out like coffee flavored notes, mm-hmm. but I guess it, maybe that was just kind of the malt profile or something on that because a lot of those same coffee notes were present in the utter, Utterly Toasted as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bottom line, it's good. And once you get drinking into it, you're only going to have one. But oh yeah, oh no doubt. <laughs> Honestly, any of these, I think you're only gonna have one. Yeah, just because they are that full of flavor. Yeah, but otherwise, yeah, that, that's Stout's win. Mm-hmm. Stout's win. Stout's win. Ryan, what you what do you what do you have on on your podium? I'm actually going to echo Stevens. I okay. thought that was great. Um, first of all, they're all great. I for one actually enjoy the kettle sour because I enjoy those mango flavors. I really like that. Um. But I'm gonna go with the bronze to the um, the the kettle sour, the silver to the high tower jelly donut, and the gold to the utterly dunked because I think the utterly dunked is absolutely fantastic. So great job, Grist House. For me, I'm gonna actually make it three for three. Oh, okay. I think we're all in agreement here uh, in our rankings. Not a bad one in the bunch. Abjuration, the nose, I mm, kind of threw me off. I'll admit. Uh, if that's the worst thing that happens with all the beers we had here tonight, we're doing fine. Yes. We're doing A-OK. If a beer tastes good and it's not going to hurt you, drink it. Drink it up. And all of these beers were good. Find them. Get them. Well, then, Ryan, why don't you just give your plugs, even though you already did a little bit of them. <laughs> Hit do, them again. Do, do your full plugs. Yes. So March 14th, 2020 at Spirit Hall, actually. It's considered Spirit Hall. The upstairs of uh, Spirit in Lawrenceville. We are uh, hosting a wonderful beer festival. It's our first one that we're putting on. It's fueled by hops, so we're super excited about that. We have 20 breweries coming. All of them are amazing. Um, I've vetted pretty much every single one of them. Um, they are all great, and they're all bringing some amazing beers. I think everybody's going to be really, really, really surprised by the different types of beers that are coming. Um, so, yeah, March 14th, 2020. Tickets are still on sale. We are sold out of the VIPs. We are almost out of the early entries, um, but we still do have plenty of GAs for everybody. You can pick up uh, tickets at www.fueledbyhops.com forward slash fueledfest412. Right on. And I'd- might I add, we have a special musical appearance by Billy Mays III. Yes, you may. The yes. son <laughs> of Billy Mays. Yes. As a matter of fact, it's encouraged to add that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which I think is just really super cool. So he is actually performing in Pittsburgh. I think this is his first time coming home to Pittsburgh and performing. So awesome. Yeah, it can be really cool. Right on. Uh, I know I have my ticket. I know Steve has his ticket. Yes. I know other cohorts have their tickets. Yes. Yep. So get them because they're going fast. Yes. Get them while I can. But if you want to contact us on the social media, then all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. 
And if you want to email us anything like what smoothies we should be drinking, then email hopnationusa at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, just all of that overcast, pocket cast, every cast, smoogy cast. Smoogy cast. Oh, I'd listen to smoogy cast. Sour cast. I get in on that. Utterly cast. Mm. <laughs> We're on all those, but if you are on any of those platforms, Leave us a five-star review because... We are a six-night goat show, but they only let us use five. You can't have more than one night goat. <laughs> it's going to destroy the world. You're a so, madman. So be it. <laughs> You're a madman. <laughs> Hail Satan. Well, well, I mean, you know, maybe there's a, you know, Night Gwen. A Night Gwen? Yeah, well, I was going for Spider Gwen, but... That doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Shut up. Listen, I'm not well-versed in that arena... That's the best I could use with the time given. You're too deep in the imprint. <laughs> that schmoozie's really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's damn good beer. You had too much time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, next week we'll be back with something. We're not sure yet. No, what? No, we don't know. Yeah. No, so, the one after that we do know. Yeah, that. but we're not telling that either. That's so. right. <laughs> tease, tease. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with something new. Thanks again, Ryan. Bye. Thank you.